Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 120th episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica. I'm your also humble host, Brendan White, who can be found at Brendan8bit. Joined today, my two partners in crime. You know them as the other two pieces, this three-piece feed, the breast and the legs. Salim Abraham, who can be found at Salim TD, and Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart. I'm losing it here. How you doing? You were working on that all week, weren't you? I wasn't. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to go back to that well, but I just had to. Oh, you had to go for a second dip, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Finger looking good, lose. you know. Oh. Oh. I just the problem is is that it's, it's like the breast or the legs, and I'm like. I don't think any part of that is going to be good for me. <laughs> so I'm sure Sam will relish in being either one. <laughs> you, could, you could be the thighs if you like. Instead. I could be. Yeah. Be scrawny chicken legs. I'm happy to be the breasts. That's true. I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on the pecs lately. Trying to. Hey, yeah. I can see. Yeah. We need to confirm. Sam may he's at least half naked recording yeah. his podcast. We haven't seen from sort of the the belly button down yet but at least from up there is nothing on his person apart from a set of headphones so. and can i just say that is a sign of the change in weather in sydney it has been beautiful True. this week the sun's yeah. out it's so warm ah oh, so good um yeah i'll keep it a mystery brendan i'll keep <laughs> it a mystery mm. i'm gonna be distracted all episode now thinking about that <laughs> wondering if little dreams just mere inches away from the microphone i'm talking little dream and listening through how are you little dream i'm good i'm good i'm i'm a bit sleep deprived at the moment um, are you really yeah you can't yeah life 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 is crazy at the moment but um Gosh. i'm doing good I'm, I'm having a giggle here with uh with my compatriots talking about naked dream and breasts and thighs and all that fun stuff you want to be covering off at 10 in the morning on a Sunday. But uh, no, I'm good. Life's good. It's busy. PAX is coming soon. So uh, we're getting oh. to that pointy end now of just organizing everything and getting all our little dinosaur ducks in a row. Yeah, inside dinosaur 30 ducks. days. Inside 30. No. Inside we're still, 40. We're about 40. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> Which it's is crazy. Coming. Yeah. So we better start organizing what we're actually doing. But um, anyway, I digress. <laughs> what have you guys too. been playing this week? Dream, maybe you lead us off. Because um, maybe Ali and I will probably tail in from, from our last game of discussion, maybe into some news after that anyway. So, Dream, yeah. Naked Dream, Baby Dream, tell us what you've been playing. Uh, so, this week I have been playing a, f- a couple of new games. I'll talk about Spider-Man with you, Brendan, um, in a moment. Uh, NBA 2K19. Oh yeah, it's uh it's a thing. So um, thank you to 2K and Pez. Um, we got a, a a copy of the game. We got a, a couple of copies. I think that we're all going to be playing. We've all got copies. Um, I'm still waiting for my jersey 
framed to put on my wall. But uh, Pez, you cheap bastard. You could have saved and not sent one to New Zealand. Probably made two more in Australia and saved on the post. But uh, anyway, thank you for the game. It's all right. Looking sass. That's all right. Um, <laughs> so NBA 2K. So it's my first 2K game. Um, I actually only started really getting into basketball last year as well uh, and into the NBA last year. So I'm still quite new to the sport as, as a whole. Um, but man, I love this game. Um, I played a couple of games yesterday with my, my mate who's infinitely better and more knowledgeable on basketball. And he's just pointing out like greats within the, all the all-star teams. We're playing like um, all-star Lakers with like Bryant and Shaq uh, and all of these names I actually do recognize, mm. uh, which is good. But it's 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 actually great because I'm actually learning, um, you know, plays within all the other teams now that are currently playing in and will be playing in the upcoming season. Um it's cool. I played my fantasy, um, the my team mode. So yep. uh, my guys are based off of the current Lakers. Um, I've got Pazingas. I think oh, his Christoph name is Pazingas. Yeah, Pazingas. He's known as the unicorn. Well, he's the only thing that's he's the only player that's uh, half decent at scoring on my team right now. I need to crack some packs or something because the boys are not good. Um, I haven't given the career mode a try just yet, though. So that's still um, mm. something I want to definitely run through. Um, and I'll probably talk more about that on the next episode. Just haven't had really much of a shot to go through that just yet. Um, but it's cool. It's fun. It's so much fun. Um, it's hard. Defending is very hard. I'm really not sure how to defend <coughs> yeah. without fouling. So uh, if anyone's yeah, got any the science tips, to it, yeah, I can tell. I'm not very good at Do sports games. Do you need to games. know the rules? Sorry? Do you need... Do you need to know the rules to play this game? Or? No. I just, I'm going back to like NBA Jam when I used to play that. Like so, And everything was pretty much spoon-fed to you in that game. So It's a bit more complicated than NBA Jam. Yeah. Um, there, there is a lot of things, like as, as Dream said, like defending or scoring. Like it's not just you hit the turbo button, you can sort of breeze past everybody. Yeah. You've got to, you know, set screens and, and sort of try pull guys out of the key or you know it's it's a lot it's very much emphasizing ball movement so a lot of crisp passes and screens and that's sort of usually how you find your way into success but it's good like and i like that they've evolved this game over the years with sort of my career and then the sort of the the fantasy aspects where you've yeah you're unopening your card packs and getting players and making your own sort of superstar team yeah um and it's it's just left NBA Live in the dust. Like, remember when NBA Live was the basketball game and then 2K came out and it slowly but surely was just, you know, death nail, death nail, death nail. Now but Live what, is just nothing. It's a well thought out game though. So there are, <clears throat> like, I, I just trying to like learn the controls, have gone through the controls menu and the amount of things you can actually do, it's just, it's limitless. Um, it's crazy. There's more things to do there. There are button combinations. There's more things to do than button combinations on your controller. Yeah. Um, but Ali, just going back to your question, like a knowledge of the game definitely helps. So uh, we were kind of down to our last minute yesterday. And um, just like in the NBA, we kept doing intentional fouls um, so that we could call timeouts after they get their free throws so that we're in their, their half um, just to get a couple of extra points. This strategy. Yeah. Oh, look, dude. You know, uh, I'm still learning, but I do know a thing or two. Uh, so, look, it's it's a really good game. I actually think it plays so well. It feels good. It's definitely not the most intuitive game. Like FIFA, I feel like FIFA games you pick up and 
you don't really need to know too much to be able to start passing and shooting. And mm-hmm. the game kind of like does the rest for you. And, and as you get better, you know, you can get into the, the structure of the team, the formation, the tactics, subbing people in and out. Um, NBA 2K, okay, maybe again, it's like my lack of knowledge, um, but things like blocking, defending, very difficult to pick up straight away. And so it helps to have that, that knowledge of the game. Um, so stay stay tuned oh it's all right Ali man you can be a team we're gonna be a team against Jono and Brendan the Mario Aces twins yeah peeling back the curtain (laughs) on that um yeah all four of us um yeah Ali Dream Jono and myself we've all got copies of NBA 2k19 and we're gonna do like a little mini video series uh doing some maybe some two-on-two and some other little drills and tournaments just to sort of crown the, uh, you know, the best baller. I'm, I'm pretty sure Jono's going to take this out because I haven't played a 2K game much in the last few years. I used to play it pretty hard out, but um, yeah, it's since slipped me by. So I'm sort of going back basketball. to ground zero as well. He's been talking about <laughs> it for my a last while. Knowledge of- oh mm. god my last knowledge of basketball was in the 90s when everyone was heavily into it and space jam was good and yeah well, everyone was a chicago bulls fan <laughs> jordan's in the game you can play jordan in the um the all-star bulls team oh, thank goodness so yeah. uh, sadly no monsters though or bill murray yeah damn <laughs> yeah i remember bill murray being in nba jam as a, as a hidden character though. that was fucking sick and like bill really? clinton and stuff like that you bill can play clinton. so many yeah. crazy yeah. people yeah but I'm excited. I'm excited to, to crack the case on um, NBA 2K19 this week and start getting into it as well. But it's just been a wild, wild few weeks for game releases. So um, yeah, let's, I had to very much pick and choose my battles. Let's talk about the culprit of that, Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Have you rolled credits on that yet? Uh, oh, dude. Uh, I haven't. I haven't. I'm actually, I think I'm 60%. Okay. Which sounds crazy because... All the people froth are going to hit 100%. It's a big game. I can't believe how big it is. Mm. Um, yeah, the, like, like we're going we're gonna to deep dive more on this during the week. We were going to like sort of combine it into this podcast, but we thought um, after, after some discussion and, and a few suggestions and even, even Benny sort of leading the cause on this <sighs> about doing sort of standalone spoiler cast episodes, so we're going to make Spider-Man on PlayStation 4 our first spoiler cast standalone episode, which will be out this week. Mm. Um, with with yeah, Dream, John, and myself unpacking the heck out of Spider Man. But um, <laughs> yeah, oh. man, it's it's so good. Like I I rolled credits on this on Thursday. Yeah, and it was it's so good. And just just like without going too heavy into it, just the amount of depth there is outside of the main storyline is really a testament to Insomniac. Like all the side missions, the random little fetch quests, finding the backpacks, you know, the black cat trophies the um you know the enemy hideouts or the the base i can't remember the exact it's base right i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, it's the enemy base with the demons and, fisk and stuff like that yeah mm, there's so much to do and i love how living and breathing manhattan is like it is gorgeous to, to sling around or even just run around on feet it's it's so good yeah i um i like it i, I think it's 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 a really good game i have a lot mm-hmm. of thoughts about it i do have a lot of thoughts about it um i'll i'll, I'll maybe say a few here but I'll, I'll leave the rest for this this cast uh i th- look it's a fun game literally from the word go mm-hmm. that you're swinging around new york um like you do in that game it's crazy it's kind of crazy to me it feels like you're 
at a point which you should be at much later in the game to be able to kind of freely travel the way he does. And you have no, yeah. there's nothing blocking you from doing, uh, from traveling to any part of New York, I think from the word go, like you can literally get started yep. right away. Um, so that's fun. And the combat as well is fun, but I, um, my only, um, a lot of my criticisms come around to, the simplicity of the game in a lot of aspects and combat's one of them. So I'm playing on the hard mode. I'm playing on spectacular and yep. literally combat is easy. Like it's not hard at any point. Just a couple of buttons, just a couple of buttons. Oh. Like as soon as you see spider senses, hit circle, you know, hit, hit dodge. Yeah. Is it, um, well, and would you, you say it's similar dodge. to the Arkham games? Yep. Yeah. It's very absolutely. much like Arkham. It's an Arkham clone yeah. in, in, in a lot of ways. And this is one of them. Okay. Mm. And um, it's fine. Yeah, like I think the, the complexity comes later when you have things like, I don't know, like missiles where you start to kind of, even if you dodge, if it hits behind you, you get damaged. But that's, um, it's like, eh, you know, like that's, it should be, there should be ways to make it more difficult for you to actually take out guys beyond, mm. um, beyond missiles or beyond like i know yeah. you have like brutes and you have uh guys with shields but ultimately it's it's always going to be you just need to get behind them or you just need to time yeah. and attack on the guy with the swords um, that's that's the science yeah again like 60 percent of the way through so maybe there's something coming that i haven't quite seen yet and i haven't um seen any content of spider-man beyond where i'm at as well just because you know i want to experience it for myself but um, I feel like I should have seen more by 60% and if it was going to do it, it would have done mm. it now. And it, it kind of bleeds into like boss battles as well. There's not really too many boss fights. The one with Shockwave is really good. I actually really enjoyed that. Yeah. And I thought that was fun and that was interesting. And you've actually got boss fight mechanics um, to to actually, like that are different from just any other enemy unit in the game. Yeah. Um, whereas the one there, with- There's a cool one. There's a cool one with Tombstone as well. Yeah. One of the side missions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of the, you know, the chop shop. But the and like but the Fisk one's disappointing because Fisk was fun, but then you've got just enemy units that fight exactly like Fisk immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of yeah, I don't know, just just it's brutes like, not named Fisk. Yeah, it's just kind of <laughs> cheap. Um, so I like I like the game. I think you know just still on combat, you can do a lot of fun things as you you unlock um, like new skills and talents. So uh, now I can uppercut a dude, just like web shoot him so that he's completely wrapped latch onto him with a web and then slam him down and i think that's pretty goddamn cool man like that's mm. so cool <laughs> i've found i've found on the combat side yeah it's you know you, you you tap square to do your combos you hold in square to to air somebody with a big uppercut then you sort of start doing air juggles and stuff yeah but then i found after that you know a few punches in the air before you hit the final blow with him in the air you hold um, hit square and X combine and you do a big ground pound so anyone around you gets knocked back yeah. as well. I find yeah. that that combination pretty much just worked with just about anything because it, it does get overwhelming when you've got a swarm of enemies around and if there's guys with guns and stuff, you can get chopped up pretty quick. I've found like yeah, you can be pretty squishy against bullets. But there, um, yeah, you can. There, there are perks that help that though um, around your spider oh, sense. Oh, there's, there's a and yeah, and there's a damage resistor on on guns and melee and stuff like that with your three three skills. Yeah, um, the the heal as well. Like the fact that you can heal as well kind of makes it eh, like pretty easy to 
to navigate yeah. almost anything. So many times I'd hit the camera button instead of the heel button though. I press <laughs> up on the D-pad instead of down on the D-pad. So I pull up the camera, I'm like, yeah. I think I, I do like this game. I think this game's a fun game more than it is a challenging game. And mm. um, the fun comes in like the, like the, um, in the form of, you know, what is it like 40 suits or something? There's a crazy number of spider suits. I think there's tw- 24 or something. It looks like, like that. 40. It's huge. It looks like 40. Um, no, it's it's a huge number of spider suits that you can unlock through um, doing the side missions and quests and getting the relevant tokens. I like the side quests. I like the um, I like the little mini games like the circuit stuff and the lab analysis. I love that shit. Oh, dude, I was <laughs> I was in there for a while. Me and my housemate were doing it together. Uh, it's pretty it's it's fun it is a lot of fun Mm. um this uh, the collectible stuff um there's a lot of collectible stuff uh i'm actually i I, it got to a point where i realized that it's not just backpacks uh that there's like 10 different things that you can do in every specific zone so i've I've literally just said fuck it i'm not going to touch any of it until i've done the main story and then i'm just going to do one zone at a time um because otherwise i just i'm sick of doubling back you know, I did all the backpacks in a few areas and then I realized you've got the black cat things. And so it's like, all right, well, I'll go back and do the black cat things. And then you've got the, um, the, like the pigeons, the pigeons, <laughs> the pigeon fetch quest, the pigeons. <laughs> and then you've got the nuke things, like the guy who's like yeah. bombing places randomly for whatever reason. Um, yeah, it's funny. I don't it know. It never ends. Like no, that's one doesn't. thing you, you, you're zinging around New York and the amount of crime that is happening every second, like you're flying to one new borough and it's like, okay, there's a robbery here. Okay, there's a kidnapping there. Oh, there's a car accident here. Oh, there's a shootout here. Do you ever like go and you're just slinging around and you hear over the police radio, it's like, there's a um, robbery in progress. Da, 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 da. And you're like, fuck it. I'm not going to get to that one. Oh, <laughs> you just- probably 60% of the time. Yeah. Because just- I'm trying to do the mainline shit. And it's like, I don't want to go down and fight the same 20 demons yeah. that I have every other time. If, you, if, all you did, if all you did was like stop crimes that was happening, it would be all you do in the game. It happens mm. so frequently. Um, also, <laughs> I don't know how I could reconcile, not reconcile, but uh, I don't know how I feel about being able to just kick people off roofs like and that not get a mention anywhere <laughs> like spider-man's just murdering people i've murdered no so no no. you people. don't you don't like uh if you actually look when you kick them off the roof if after the the battle's over have a look on the side of either the building you're on or an adjacent one and that that bad guy will be stuck onto the onto you're the building. kidding no really yeah Is yeah there's no happens? deaths there's no deaths yeah you kick them off and i don't know if it comes in from your little your spidey drone and it knocks it down or webs it on but no they get stuck to a building somewhere right okay because i have been murdering (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm specifically lighting people up at the edge of a building um it's just a fast way to dispose of them you know just, oh it's it's I'm cheesy like, it works well uh, it went from a voice of concern to just like oh okay cool yeah no i've been totally purposely making this I want, I want my Spider-Man, i've been making it an effort i want my spider-man to be a murderer spider-man um mm. anyway i gotta say like i haven't played the game but i have been watching a few streamers just you know because everyone's really been deep diving into this one and I really like the velocity of this game, like, yeah. especially the zipping through the city, like just watching people play it. I'm just like, that just in itself looks fun. And it reminds me of a lot of um, what I enjoyed of Sunset Overdrive. 
Mm. So, and they're thinking about making a two. They're talking about it. Um, that would be great if they did, by the tell way. Tell me about it. I feel like I was the only person that loved playing Sunset Overdrive, but the the linking of the two of how like high pace like action and yeah like you said like just how you could move between the city so freely um i'm thinking i would have actually liked that element of spider-man but for the most part i still don't see myself it, um, it doesn't get old at any on. point in the game no nah. like just it's so fun it's so fun and mm. it's so easy to do the oh I'll say, yeah, my last, like, gri- it's such a tiny gripe. It's a petty gripe, but it's ridiculous <laughs> that you can jump off the Empire State Building and not be at all hurt. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. there's zero fall damage no matter what you're coming off yeah. and at what velocity. Like, you can click the, the left stick in <laughs> and, you know, go into human missile mode and just, you know, yeah. head first to the ground and you flip just before you hit the ground. You're just like, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Dust off and keep walking. Like, no damage Physics taken. Physics means nothing in this game. Um, I don't like the realism in this comic book based game. I know, I know. It's just crazy. One thing, dream. It's just crazy. I want to ask have you played with the photo mode at all yet? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> uh, so everyone's taking great selfies, like great photos and stuff. If you look at my collection of photos, so you have to, there's, um, if you're not playing the game, you have just to take photos of landmarks. <laughs> I'm literally like just doing it on the fly. Like I'm not getting anything at all good. Um, just close-ups of building windows of the buildings that I need to like take photos of to get the tokens. I don't give a shit. Who cares? Photos yeah. in a video game? You serious? I don't care. Nah, but but do the photo mode where you pause and go to the photo mode there, like in Horizon, and you can start moving the camera around where your Spider-Man's fixed and posing him in areas and changing the bloody, you know, the shutter speed of the camera and stuff. I, I spent hours playing with that really? shit. There's some good photos, yeah. I haven't touched it. If I was going to, it would be right after I kick an enemy off a roof and I'll quickly turn you could. around. You could. Yeah, if I was going to do it, that would be the one. But now that I know that that guy's alive i'm cool it's cool it is it is not not worth the space on the sd card (laughs) no it's a great um it's a look it's a great uh feature in the game definitely it's there's so many people taking these photos in all sorts of places um i heard a story actually this is maybe something i'd take a photo of i heard a story that a guy um wanted to propose to his girlfriend and had insomniac put in the game somewhere will you marry me Mm. and she left him um, before the game came out and they put it in there and also she's now with his brother so (laughs) uh, okay so have you read the follow-up story to that one are they gonna patch it out she's not actually with the brother oh what happened that was they're just they're just really good friends or something but you you (laughs) read the follow-up story (laughs) sorry and um you know the gentleman that, that obviously yeah put this proposal in there who's the gamer He's, he's gaming, like gaming is life for him, but she couldn't stand it. But she'd just sit there and, you know, watch him play the games. Yeah. But in his idea, he's like, this is a beautiful way to show my love and, you know, maybe marry the girl of my dreams. But she sort of despised games, never played games. Yeah. Just did it, you know, to be a supportive partner. She didn't say And despise. he was just lost in his game world. <laughs> well, despise like, is a strong word, but yeah, she wasn't is. a gamer. But it sounded like their relationship was on the rocks anyway. And yeah. um, she this was his Hail Mary. approached him yeah, about like fixing it up and all that sort of stuff. So it's like, it's kind of like the other side of the coins come out. So it's mm. not as like romanticized as uh, I, I, I just think, think it's um, 
the feeling I'm feeling right now is schadenfreude. It is to laugh at this person's misfortune. It's not a nice thing to do, but that's what I'm doing. Um, yeah, it's it's it was it was nice at first, like when you you heard oh there's a proposal Easter egg in there, and then you find out oh the the relationship's doomed. Then you find out oh the relationship's kind of doomed because this guy wouldn't change his ways, and he was you know set in his stone, and it was it was it's good reading at least for for half an hour or so when I when I was sort of diving through all this. There's a, there's a lesson built in there somewhere for the kids. Um, anyway, don't fall but, in love. Spider-Man, <laughs> highly recommend. It is a good game. Um, not game of the year. It is a very fun game. I don't think it's... Uh, no, it's definitely not. It, it'll no. be in contention. Like, it'll, it'll be up there. It'll be nominated. Um, it's, it's hella fun, but yeah, it's... yeah, Like, God right. of War, Detroit, for example, those two I'm just games. I was going to call out that I'd, that was I'd Ali. put them at a higher level. Yeah. It was impressive. Yeah. God, I sorry, got away with that one. God of War and what, Brendan? And Detroit Become Human, I had an overall, like, more impactful experience, experience of myself playing sure. those two games. Like, Spider-Man is probably the funnest game you might play mm. all year. But, um, yeah, these other two. <sighs> but anyway, anyway, well, we've still got Red Dead Redemption 2 coming out soon, too. Yeah. Baby! Well, um, the greatest game of yeah. all time, Tekken 7. I've been playing a bit more of that this week as well. Um, man, I love Lay. God, he's so good. I'm so glad they did this. I feel like they did it for me. I feel like, um, you think Harada has, um, you know, little little love letter to to Dream. I was in a room with that man. I was in a room with that man once, and I looked at him, and he was he was being interviewed, and uh, he's he's wearing sunglasses as is tradition. He wears sunglasses everywhere. This man, whether it's day, night, indoors, outdoors, he's wearing sunnies, and I could sense that he was looking at me. So I looked at him dead in his sunglasses and I, and I nodded slightly and he nodded his head. So, okay. So based on that. And I think in that since moment. Your ass, since your ass cheeks shared the same toilet seat with Hideo. So what's he doing for you? like Kojima. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I shared uh, a toilet seat with Kojima once. Um, <laughs> one one cheek on each side. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was so hung over that morning. <laughs> that was you were. Um, That's so funny. Um, <sighs> so I think uh, I think yeah, Harada put late in the game for me, and for mm-hmm. that I thank him. Him and Michael Murray, of course. Michael Murray, <clears throat> thank you, Murray. Um, play Tekken Seven. It's the best time to play it if you at all enjoy playing the game. Um, there's a lot of people playing now because of the DLC. Uh, Anna and Lei are out. Play them. They're great characters. Oh, it's so good. It's so good to not get a Noctis. You know what I mean? Just a sort of ugh, ugly character that's easy to play and has no depth. It's so good. Anyway, all right. I've talked for too long. <laughs> Brendan, do you want to be the, the the bridge in between Ali and I? You can start talking about you know, destiny. Or Definitely something. between Definitely. the thigh and the breasts. You want to be oh, the yeah. belly button? You can be Brendan? the. I am the belly button. You can be the chicken's the belly button. Gut. The bee. <laughs> the gizzard. Belly. The gizzards. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so, so outside, obviously, of Spider-Man and the, the title that Ali and I will uh, talk a little bit more on shortly, I've started cracking through Shadow of the Tomb Raider, mm. the finale in this uh, rebooted trilogy. I'm still loving it. I, I was yeah. a big fan of the first two games, and it, it's more of 
what you've come to know and love with uh, this Lara Croft story, uh, you know, big action set pieces, great puzzle elements. I like that they've actually dialed up the stealth elements in this and um, mm. tying conveniently into the fact that I watched The Predator this week. Um, there is that. elements... <clears throat> we'll talk about that in a second too. Um, there is elements of Predator 1 in this where, where Lara goes full stealth, covers herself in mud, you know, hiding amongst like tucked against walls and all you can see is sort of her eyes and stealth. Can, like it's it's similar to, to Uncharted in the way where Lara and, and Nathan Drake are the characters you want to root for and they're lovable and whatnot to a degree, but the, the sheer amount of killing and violence that are in these games is just comical almost to a degree. And, and Lara with mm. like, you know, the climbing picks and stuff and she's stabbing guys in the neck and breaking people's necks and shooting them and arrows through the head and all this stuff. It's it's definitely a darker tone. It's probably the darkest in the trilogy um, mm. so far. <laughs> I like the location. We've got sort of the, the deep, dark sort of South American jungle. Uh, mm. We're trying to prevent pretty well global apocalypse occurring uh and everything that comes with that the the characters in it that you come across the the antagonists and whatnot they are sort of larger than life characters a little bit of lovableness to some of them and like their their sort of desires and driving factors of who they are are sort of believable and relatable so i like that they've fleshed out the the sort of the bad guys and the bad girls that are tied into this game as well mm-hmm. um but I'm, I'm loving it i love I've been a big fan of Tomb Raider since, you know, the original games on PC. I like that you can even use the character models from the Tomb Raider 2 game. So you could use that as your character skin in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So everything can be gorgeous, you know, 4K, HDR, you know, 60 frames a second looking pristine. And then you've got this blocky polygon Lara Croft with like square shaped boobs and like the big block head from Tomb Raider 2 and stuff like that. So... I set that on for a second just for a giggle, uh, but then I just went back to the to the normal, um, now traditional looking Lara Croft. But it's it's really good. Um, it's reviewing really well, and I think that's justified. Uh, I don't think it's getting as much talk as it probably deserves right now because it did come out, you know, a week within the Spider Man um, anarchy that is running wild through the gaming yeah. space. Mm. Uh, so I hope that doesn't translate to to sort of poor sales because it's it's fantastically done. Um, I, have, I have a question about mm-hmm. Tomb Raider. Is there a photo mode or something that is attached to that one as well? Or I'm seeing a lot of pictures coming from it mm-hmm. where she is in some really horrible situations, like almost practically drowning or dying, but she's pulling a smile. Yeah, no, there is a photo mode in there as well. Um, and it, it's gorgeous. Like I haven't played with it too much. I just sort of chucked it on and just from things I've seen on the internet as well. But um the way the game looks and then, yeah, being able to change your face when you've got, you know, a jaguar right in front of your face about to eat your head off. And then Lara's like, hey, giving you like almost the Fonzie guns and stuff. It's, That's cool. It's, that was the thing that was baffling me. I'm like, have they got her emotions wrong? Like as they play this or is it just the photo mode? So, okay, it's the photo mode. Yeah, but um, it's it's really great. I haven't played the, the hardest difficulty yet. Um, but with that, from what I've seen, just from some, some reviews of that online, uh, it takes away pretty much everything. Like it takes off. Um, if you've played the original uh, first two games in this trilogy, areas that you can traverse, it's usually highlighted by like white marks, like white scratch marks on the mm-hmm. area to jump onto. All that's gone. So in this, in the hard mode, you're pretty much just guessing where to jump and trying to glitch onto. So you're dying constantly with that. 
your appealing's um, a lot harder. You take more damage. The enemies are more intelligent, things like that. So I really want to maybe dial that up and, and sort of try some of that out for myself because I think Ooh. that would be intense and to give you yeah. that real true sort of survival um, aspect to it. But um, it's really good. Like I'd, I'd love to talk about it in more detail, but I think we're already pretty pretty behind with our uh, you know gushing of Spider-Man. But I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I'll have this finished maybe today or tomorrow hopefully if all things go well um pending timing i'm gonna play mm. some cod blackout after this though first because it's now open beta is live on the xbox and the pc so i'm gonna give that a crack because mm. it's getting some high praise as well but yeah. uh yeah shadow of the tomb raider if you've got some spare cash and you've already picked up spider-man or if you've got a seven day return that bad boy get on shadow of the tomb raider <laughs> because it is well worth your time oh no mm. So yeah, been playing that and been uh, playing some more Destiny 2. Yes, you have. As if I. My God, that game. Love it. Absolutely love it. But by golly, does it suck the life out of you? You sound like... Confirmed. You sound like you have... um. What, what's it called when you... Stockholm. You sound like you have Stockholm Syndrome. That's a good way of probably <laughs> describing it a little bit because yeah. it is a love-hate relationship. It is more predominantly love, but... Um, but it hurts you. and it, oh, you, No, you're it just hurts. in love with your captor. It hurts so good. Mm. Oh, baby, why does it hurt so good? Sometimes love. Ooh, great song. Like it should. It hurts so good. Mm-hmm. Um, you actually got <laughs> to play Gambit for the first time. <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> what an experience that was, by the way. I yeah. love. I love that mode. I think that's yeah. that's one of the sneaky additions to to the Forsaken DLC that I think it gets a bit of love, but I think it deserves some more. Um, oh, I, I really enjoy it. Um, you know, horde mode, wave aspects mixed with um, you know the enemy team sending invaders into your mm-hmm. section of the map to try and kill you and slow your progress, and vice versa, and leveling up to try and get the the main boss in to to win the round. It's it's so mm. good. Um, and it's so different to anything in the the destiny universe uh, that i've experienced and and i'm liking the the teamwork and okay you're the you know you're the runner you're the invader um you're working on the um the blockers and things like that uh it's it's great it's really 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 good and i'm really enjoying that as sort of a uh like a a relaxed entry well it's not relaxed but it's like it's a good sort of sidestep from the the core destiny components where you can get it and just escape for several hours playing yeah. for sake, uh, playing gauntlet yeah because you were really only given like you know you can do like pve story kind of grind you know your nightfalls and strikes or you just did a uh, pvp so crucible and such um so this is like it's like nice that they kind of like put the both of them in the middle and yeah mm. created something really fun really fun um and i do like how long it takes as well like i feel like the timing is pretty good too yeah. Um, I really enjoyed uh, being there for your first experience because the profanities were <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> they were flying like I don't uh, know like how orbs. many times I heard, oh, that guy, oh. every time we got invaded. It was so good. Yeah, I was, um, I was not on tilt, but I was sort of, the blood was on a light simmer um, yeah. a few times there. But I like... I like the risk reward because um, mm-hmm. they're, they're sort of a central base where every five orbs you can send 
an enemy NPC into their world and at level. So if at level five, it's sort of, you know, a low end level ten, uh, 10 orbs. It's, it's a mid tier. And then 15, you send like an ogre equivalent yeah. to the other enemy's base. So I like the, the juggling. Do you push for the 15 and send the big boy, but run the risk of an invader coming in and killing you and you lose all those orbs yeah. or, or all those moats, sorry. Um, or do you just play it safe and just sort of constantly just spam them with low end or mid tier guys? I think that's really cool little dynamic. Hmm. Yeah, no, it, it was a great addition. Um, in regards to your light grind, how are you finding that? It's tough. Uh, yeah. Once once you hit that 500 soft cap, it is a standstill. I feel like I'm rolling at snail's pace now. Um, yeah. I'm at 510 and yeah. it took me from to get from 500 to 510, I'd say easy six hours, I think. Yeah, I something do, like that. Wow. It's definitely a like a shopping list kind of uh, experience now where it's like, okay, have you done your dailies? Have you done this? Have you done that? Okay, make sure you do this. Grab your bounties, do that. So Mm. but I, I i'm a person that loves structure so i actually don't mind that i have these boxes <laughs> that i need to tick that, to in order to progress yeah that um that actually really wore thin for me and well uh recently which is why i haven't yeah. really been playing a lot of well lately um <laughs> it it's annoying it actually becomes really annoying um just repeating the same actions over and over and over and over um on the hope yeah. that you get just an upgrade just something um it's crazy how often it works i don't know why like i've done it a lot of times in the past you know i've I've grinded i know the grind i know that hell but uh i don't know i just it just it's getting old for me i'm getting i'm getting old i think (laughs) i just can't handle it anymore my my biggest gripe with this grinding is you know you, you grind your way you get yourself some prime engrams but mm-hmm. it seems all i get out of these stupid prime engrams is the echo chamber or whatever it's called grenade launcher and the <laughs> the pistol like the hand cannon that's all i've got i've gotten not taken the piss seven of the echo chamber grenade or echo whatever grenade launchers and i've gotten mm-hmm. five of the hand cannons that's all wow. i keep getting so there's no armor upgrades there's no assault rifles or shotguns or whatever it's just those same two weapons over and over and that gets disheartening that just punches you in the face but is it tied yeah. is, it, is it locked to specific actions and activities so um no so you don't get a specific piece of loot by doing one thing versus another no apart from like exotic weapon quests and armor quest lines the rest mm. of it's just rng and and that's one of the things like, i jumped crazy. on google i'm like surely this isn't just me but no, everyone's saying that yeah that that grenade launcher and that hand cannon just the two you know three out of five times you get in these things type of thing yeah i've gotten that freaking grenade launcher yeah probably about five six times now so that that is disappointing Mm -hmm. yeah i I feel like there's something a little bit off with the rng um Mm -hmm. we'll obviously deep dive a little bit more in the news in regards to raid business but um yeah that that lights that light challenge has been a struggle so Cause I want to get it. Like I've been roaming around the lost city now and I'm in there at five ten, and I'm very, very underpowered, like mm. doing public events or even just general battles with enemies. Like you can die pretty easily when you're sitting around at a lowly sort of five ten. Cause a lot of it's yeah. recommended five thirty, five forty, yeah. things like that. I um, watch people doing the well and that looks like a struggle. Mm. So it's dice. It's beautiful. And there's some cool things to do, but 
Triggering heroic modes on public events by accidents when you're two scrubbers is not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea. Oh, God. You can handle oh, it. Oh. You can do it, Brendan. I got faith. I tr- but it's time based. I could, like, if it was oh. timeless, I could have done it. But a few of them, I could only get them down to, you know, the, the main boss. Yeah, the third, your damage third output's just not strong enough. And the time are done. Yeah. Mm. I get it. That's I see. Destiny. Mm. The enemies get just more high level, and then you just just keep chasing that fucking light. Mm. So you've been playing <sighs> a game called Negligee? Is that right? Uh, yes, I did. Uh- Hell yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> Tell us about these undergarments. So the reason why I played this game was because um, it was actually getting the f- like the first like mature content that was going to be released on uh, Steam with Steam's new system that they're doing. So they're allowing the mature content on there as long as you as a person specify that you're okay with it. Um, so <laughs> it's your generic kind of like, you know, graphic novel storytelling where you only select a few answers just to get your different outcome but there's no like complexity to this game whatsoever you're a manager of a negligee shop and you have to pick between two girls <laughs> I'm i like that i'm gonna go into right this now. like you guys are talking spider-man and we're good to writer and depth of story and here i am going about this one but you're a manager and you have to pick between the two girls but in between these scenarios as as what i assume happens when you work in a you know lingerie store there's incidences where you know clothes fall off or, or you maybe have to try on the merchandise <laughs> or stuff I, I think I'm just looking at the trailer now. Jasmine's definitely the pick of the litter for me so far. Oh, I picked uh, Sophie. Let me let me. Oh, yeah, um, a little bob here. way in here. Yeah. Um, um, but go on, Ellie. I felt like Jasmine was the easy choice because she was the blonde with the big boobs and everything like that. So, so well, all right. <laughs> so we now know uh, everyone's type. Uh- <laughs> you can save forty percent on this game now on you can. Steam. It is user on user but rating you... is eight out of ten. <laughs> How long does the game food. work go for? I, I well, you obviously have different options. Only like, lasts like about said, three minutes. You... I just clicked on a still <laughs> image. If it lasts for about four hours, I go and see a doctor. Um... There's a there's a still image. A girl has dropped her bowl of meat on her chest, and another girl's picking pork out of in between her breasts. I didn't get to do that. That, that was false advertising. I didn't I'm get sure to do that's that. coming. Um, Yet. Uh, well, I like I've got a well, I don't have to, sorry. Um, but I I could play it again to get a different outcome of the story. So my my outcome was that the girl I picked, which was uh, Sophie or Sophia, um, she um turned into an alcoholic. Nice. And it was a bad ending. So I don't know what I did. I didn't know that there was bad endings in this. I only thought there was happy endings um but so i'm gonna probably have to play again and see if i can get a better ending on that one so, but mm. so what happens is is that you download you can buy the base game but then i don't know if, if you're going through steam or not right now but you have the option to download the mature content and it actually is free so vulgarity um i don't know if anyone remembers when they were young and they used to go to the r-rated section of Newgrounds. oh yes all the time so pretty, like it was yesterday pretty, yeah, yesterday it was for yesterday, me. wasn't it, Brendan? <laughs> it's actually this morning. <laughs> so it's pretty much like how graphic it was on there, like the how graphic imagery, like yeah, like it's yeah, it's there. So I, I I felt like I had the responsibility to play that and let the masses know. So um, you also have to fill out like a little 
like a little survey on Steam to be like, yeah, I'm okay with like adult content. Yeah, I'm okay with graphic sexual nature. Yeah, I'm okay with this. And then it's like, cool, we'll remember that. Like, so now I'm, <laughs> my Steam recommend was already corrupt, but I don't want to, I, it's going to be very interesting now that I've said okay to all this yeah. sort of stuff. So. You just need to ground zero your account and open up a new one soon. <laughs> just, <laughs> just fucking, like, oh, fucking scorched earth. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, I might play this again, see if I'll go pick Jasmine this time. I'll yeah, let, you guys know. let me know how she goes. Yeah, well, I will. I will. Um, also talking about really fucked up things. Um, I also played this other game called, now I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, Chuchel or Chuchel. I picked up this game because it looked really cute. It's real. It's hand-drawn, very whimsical. Um, it reminds me of, um, like... Like like the old books back in the day. I can't. I wish I did this one first and not the other one first. But anyway, like Mem Fox, <laughs> like, Maybe. Just, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I actually, guess. a little like, bit yeah, like Mem very... Fox. I'm looking at it now. I like how when yeah. you start talking about Games Alley, I I get Google ready. Well, I am the person that plays the really fucked up shit. So yeah. all the random. I should say that the random stuff, the really random stuff out there. Um, so it's it's just like a little point and click puzzle adventure, but. The best way I can describe this is remember when you, as a kid, there would be those like blocks in between like the ABC channel between all the kids shows, there'd be Mm -hmm. the block of like a foreign cartoon. Yeah. Like, and it'd be like weird music going on, weird story that you're not really following. And then the characters would be like, and that's, that's how you went by. That's exactly what this is. It almost feels like it is the cartoon. But they gave you options to, like, you know, you get to do actions. And essentially, your cute little black lint-looking character, he just wants a cherry. But the cherry keeps on being put in scenarios where, you know, you have to click here, move that, and kind of thing. But I thought I was going to get sick of it, but I played that for a pretty long time. (laughs) (laughs) But it was was also late at night. In between rounds of uh, negligee. (laughs) Negligee, yeah. I was, I was chasing cherries in both games. Um, so, Boom. mic drop. Um, so it was late at night, so I think maybe playing both these games very late at night probably wasn't a smart choice. But Shishel's really cute. Um, it was on sale when I bought it, so I think if someone wants to play a little something a little bit whimsical, something a little bit different, I reckon Shishel. And then I guess if you just want to get your rocks off playing the negligee, so. Mm. This game looks cool. I'm looking at a video of Chuchel now. It, it's it, it's very sweet. It it just seems it's really, really yeah, really innocent. Um, but it yeah, like it there's is. like a Space Invaders bit. Um, yeah, so you're you're on like a little. I'm assuming it was meant to be a bird, um, and you're flying between like obstacles and such, and you've got to kind of go through those puzzles. And then there's other situations where you've got to like get this character to move this, to move that, and, you know, sequence of events to get your cherry back. It reminds me, it's, <laughs> so it's coming to, um, or it, it's out on PC, Mac, um, iOS, and Android. Mm-hmm. So you can get it on your phone. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's, I think it's just, it was really well drawn. Like, I think that the graphically wise, it's actually really nice. The music's really cute too. But like I said, if you want to want a synopsis, just remember those weird foreign cartoons in between mm. time slots, like as a kid. Mm. That's what I would Good live old closer ABC. to. Oh, yeah. All right. So a quick bit of housekeeping before we pivot our way into some news. 
Uh, first things first, uh, youtube.com forward slash we are 8-bit. There is a new half-informed up by our boy Sammy Deej on a game called Lamp Light City. I don't know much about it, but I watched that first 30 minutes and I know a little bit more about it. Um, don't think it's a purchase for me, but uh, the, the Deej is liking it. Uh, while you're there, head on over to Spotify and be sure to follow The Hungry Gamers on there. Uh, get your daily dose or the weekly dose, sorry, of Hungry Gamers content via Spotify as well as all the other podcast platforms if you want to go that way. And we will be starting a new Gleam competition this week, giving away both an AT2020 USB Plus microphone and a set of ATH-M40X headphones. So that's a nice little sort of intro podcasting setup, good to go straight out of the box. Um, we'll send through the links when this episode drops as well. And the last one is what we mentioned earlier. The Spider-Man spoiler cast will be out this week as well. It's going to be sort of a an offshoot, unnumbered, episodic thing where we chuck it out randomly on certain games we feel like deep diving on. So it'll be here on the Hungry Gamers RSS feed. And that'll be out sometime this week with Jono, Dream, and myself. Any other bits of housekeeping you guys want to mention? Oh, I think you nailed it. Dream? Yeah, any less naked than you were before? Uh, only getting nakeder. I don't know if that's possible. Oh, I might start losing hair yeah. or something. <laughs> I'll just be like a <laughs> embryonic sort of ball of goop by the end of this. You're trying to make you're trying to make chuchel on your computer desk right now. Trying to just picking all them little pubes and balling it up. Anyway, let's get into some news. This week's news headlines. Ali's <laughs> face. Hang on. I'm the- still. Uh- <laughs> I'm still reeling from the image of my hair being used as little balls of <coughs> shushel. <laughs> so Google shushel right now if you're not sure. C-H-U-C-H-E-L. So the first bit of news, uh, the headline reads, it took just under 19 hours for a Destiny 2 clan to beat the Forsaken Raid. And this comes via way of Wesley Yin Pool at Eurogamer. And uh, just under 19 hours after it went live, Destiny 2 Forsaken's raid has been defeated. Last Wish went live at around 6pm UK time on Friday 14th of September. And at around 12.45pm a day later, Clan Redeem finally finished the raid. It took 18 hours and 48 minutes to be exact. That's the longest it's taken for a Destiny raid, in quotes, world first. Even longer than Vanilla Vault of Glass took. So uh, the six successful Guardians were Modern, Sweatsicle, Error, Indicer, Flesh Crunch, and Glad. And uh, Clan Redeem, playing on the PC version, now have five world firsts in Destiny. So uh, 19 hours to to take down Last Wish. That's um, ridiculous. I know, Dream, I don't think you've watched much of it, but I know Miss Hart was uh, sort of tuning in pretty, pretty constantly yesterday on the old Twitch, just seeing who's doing what and where they're mm-hmm. getting. What was your thoughts? Um, I think I've mentioned it previous, like raid season is my favorite time of the year because I usually love seeing the breakdown of friendships. Um, for the most part, everyone was actually quite civil to each other with this one. Um, this, yeah, damn, right? My misfortune. Um, but in regards to this actual raid, um, it's, it looked like it was actually really well designed, a good mix of like puzzle and action and like... You know, having to grab like specific items to then unlock or to be able to attack main bosses in certain uh, sections. But I think overall they said that there was like maybe five sections to the overall raid. But the a lot of people got stuck in like in like each point. And I definitely think that this was definitely one time where people who wanted to be like, not nah, blind raid. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I feel like a lot of people probably. Mm. 
started snooping on each other when each other like when people kind of broke it um dado was the first one to i think get to the boss or no he was the first one to get it down to halfway i know that much and then to 10 percent. i feel bad for dado <laughs> Um, and I also, every time he jumped in his stream, he sounded like he was losing his marbles just a little bit. Um, he finished it at 24 hours and two minutes, apparently, which I mm. feel bad for. Um, but yeah, because nine- anyone that finished it within 24 hours, I can't, what did they get again? They, if anyone- they got a special emblem, like the world's uh, first 24 hours um, emblem. And um, so a lot of people were just fighting for that. Uh, so now that that's kind of gone and passed, everyone's going to be trying to at least complete the raid by Reset Tuesday um, in order to get, uh, sorry, to get a chance to purchase the uh, jacket, which is apparently jack- 150 bucks. It doesn't look too bad. So, so it's a special great, jacket. But you're fighting for the, you're fighting for the ability to purchase something. like Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really like to see how Bungie they're giving those those first uh, last wish world raid winners they all get a, a championship belt, belt yep. uh, designed around Destiny which I think is a cool little nod. That's but, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, that final battle against Riven uh, <clears throat> that looks intense. Like like we were sort of talking offline about it, and he looks like a mixture of something from Stranger Things meets I, a cat meets a spider. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things... Well, like, even in the raid in general, like, there was um a certain part when you're in, like, the city where you actually see this, like, portal and it's, like... It literally looks like a portal to the upside down. And then when you see the raid boss and, you know, it's got the flower face, like, literally, like, a flower face, I'm like, I'm pretty certain the guys from Stranger Things might want to have a word mm. with Bungie um, about some design elements here, but... <laughs> mm. um. Uh, it was good. Different components that they've added to this raid. Um, there was like a, even like a little picture puzzle thing where with, with timing and. But the main problem that came from this was that a lot of people were anticipating that the light level was going to be two forty, I think, and then five forty. Like, oh, sorry, yeah, five forty, <clears throat> and then um, then it was like, oh no, five fifty, and then like people were like, no, it's like you have to be ridiculously high for this mm. one. The, the final boss, I think, was sitting at five eighty. Which is um, insane. Yeah, so um, a lot of people do feel ripped off. Um, there is a lot of talk about people saying that this raid wasn't built for your for like average gamers. Um, they even believe that like a hundred plus hour gamers were only just able to make it that much, you know. So a lot of people aren't happy about the accessibility to completing mm. the raid. I felt it was yeah. Cool. How many raids are scheduled? Oh, you can. It's just one raid, and you can access it any time. Um, yeah, but future but content, I mean, you mean? Um, yeah, future content wise. Well, there's there's three there's three oh. more releases scheduled. Um, if you bought the 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 season pass uh, for Forsaken, so there's three more content drops. I don't know if they all contain a raid, or if maybe it might be two minor and one major. But there's probably going to be at least one more. I dare say. Yeah. Just hearsay should. though. Yeah. Did people know what they needed to work towards or were they just flying blind? No. Uh, well that, no, no, like like um <clears throat> flying blind. Like there was a lot of like hearsay, like I said, like a lot of people were saying 540, 550, but um yeah. I I think that it was listed as recommended light level 550, but that final ba- uh, battle with Riven yeah. where it is yeah 580 or so, that was just yeah, ridiculous. <clears throat> no. No. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, you can't really cheese up from 500 at all. I haven't really found any way to, to sort of get up there quicker. There's probably a few ways to do it, but it's just the grind. As, as Ali said, it's all about getting into that routine, doing your yeah. dailies, doing your bounties, doing your strikes, getting those prime engrams and just grinding it up as exactly. you go that way. Exactly. But I, one thing I liked when when the, the first raid got done by um, Clan Redeem, there was a, a notification that went through to everybody um, in, that's playing Destiny 2 talking about that the curse has been unleashed and there's been the first completion and on the back of that the lost city's changed so mm. there's some change in the lost city and the the taken are now um been exposed to the to the dreaming city uh, so i like that there is sort of things in motion based off the fact that this raid has been completed yeah i thought that was a cool way to to change the landscape a little bit yeah i, I did actually like that that something actually there was like a repercussion of the event of the raid um mm. and as soon as as soon as it was actually officially completed um i don't know there's just like that little sour taste in my mouth that like that this they made this one harder and i don't know if this was like a comeback on like a lot of well, people who yeah. were like oh, the raid was so easy i'm trying to remember the last raid i think that one was completed pretty the quickly. taken king <laughs> yeah it, it got done within i think six hours yeah that, that yeah that like that one was pretty quick and so i think and i remember that there was an uproar because of how quick it was the people were like oh so easy you know like why why would you make it so easy make it harder for us and i don't know if destiny went all right hold my beer um i i feel like i feel like there was a misunderstanding mis uh, like whether it's like the rng for like items and being able to level yourself up or they specifically made it so it was a rare occurrence which makes sense but I mean, it's always like the first twenty-four hours. So why would you mm. why would you do that and just make it like eighteen? Was it only eighteen people have completed it, or well, that'd only be three squads if that's the yeah. case, which is which is pretty cool. Like you think once they see the the strats that get these these first few clans through, you think there'd almost be like a floodgate open moment where you'd start seeing a lot of these other guys that were close that it just start cracking it over. But if there is only at the moment three squads that have done it, that's that's intense. Mm. And like just not a lot of people playing Destiny. <gasps> oh my god. Nah, it, it, yesterday game, it was Destiny. it was the most watched game on Twitch. <laughs> it, it was you just straight away above. jumped to its defense. <laughs> We're all playing. Yeah, but I, it's, the hype's real. The, it's my favorite thing in Twitch streams is when people come in and say, Well are you playing a dead game? It's like who are you? <laughs> So, um, so the concept... People who played the raid said it's a good raid. Yeah. They actually enjoy the raid. But in regards to being an achievable raid or, like, setting a standard that, you know, like Destiny setting, like Bungie setting up to the raid for players to actually accomplish it, they feel like there might have been a misstep there. Wasn't yeah. the last raid the callous one? Yeah, sorry. When I said yeah. the Taken King, I was just thinking of my favorite one, and that's that was because that was the back end of Destiny One. In regards to replayability, what they did with that is there's actually multiple ways that you can complete that raid. So I don't think they necessarily have to fucking hike up the difficulty level to make it give it longevity. But mm. I I don't know. Like as a person that I would never ever like dedicate my time. I've done all the D One stuff. I hadn't finished the. The raid on Destiny Two. I got to the final boss, I think, but that was it. But I've only tried the the the, the initial Destiny Two raid twice. 
I like the secret garden parts where you had to sort of stealth around those bloody attack dogs and stuff like that. I thought that was mm. really cool. But yeah. um, yeah, we got to get raid ready and then find find some people. SOS to Nasi. He's probably near near that light level. He can carry us. Nasi, if you're listening, we're sending out the Nas signal right now into the sky. It's just yeet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. The next news headline reads, everything you need to know about the Nintendo Switch online service. And this comes via way of Patricia Hernandez at The Verge. Nintendo Switch owners will soon have the opportunity to expand the capabilities of their portable devices with the launch of a paid online service along the lines of Xbox Live and PSN. Beyond granting multiplayer access to users, the service promises perks such as online cloud saves and NES games added with multiplayer connectivity. Here's what to expect. As previously, uh, as previously announced, Nintendo Switch Online ranges in price. $399 USD for a month, $799 USD for three months, or $1999 USD for a year. And family plans that cost $34.99, provided in quotes that there are at least two accounts, but users can get a seven-day free trial to start. Some games such as Fortnite won't require a subscri- uh, subscription service to play online, Others will. Uh, those titles are as yet unnamed. At launch, the NES offerings include titles such as Super Mario Brothers 3 and The Legend of Zelda, and more games will be added down the line. So here's the full starting lineup for the NES games that will be available uh, from day dot on the Nintendo Switch Online service. We've got Soccer, Tennis, Donkey Kong, Mario Bros., Super Mario Bros., Balloon Fight, Ice Climber, Dr. Mario, The Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Bros. 3, Double Dragon, River City Ransom, Ghosts and Goblins, Tecmo Bowl, Gradius, Pro Wrestling, Excite Bike, Yoshi, Ice Hockey, and Baseball. With more coming. You, you know it's old when the name of the game is just tennis. <clears throat> Thank you. I was just going to yeah. be like such classics as soccer or tennis. <laughs> Ice Hockey, Baseball. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm so iffy about this service still. Like, the the pricing model, like, I, I like that it is pretty low cost. And the family plans of, you know, $34.99 USD where you can have, I think it's up to four accounts tied into that. That's not too bad. I don't mm. know how they enforce that. Like, um, I don't know if, say, us three, if we own Switches, which two-thirds of us do, we could say we're part of a family plan. I don't know how they're going to sort of, police that go send a vial of blood to nintendo (laughs) but yeah like things like a perk such as online cloud saves that you've got to pay for which is just a staple for pretty well every gaming platform in the universe these days it's very very strange that that's a a self feature and um what they've also been uncommittal about as if this service lapses and you've got saves in the cloud they aren't confirming or denying that those cloud saves will still exist if you reignite that subscription yeah. a month later so shit like that i'm like Ugh, mm. that's a bit dicey um, i also don't understand this whole oh some games such as fortnite won't require the subscription so it's like well what games won't what games will mm-hmm. you might have a whole contingency of games that might not need the subscription anyway but you won't know until i'd say it's going to tie into the nintendo ip so it'll tie into maybe playing mario kart online um mario tennis online say splatoon stuff like that i think they're going to force it down this funnel uh but yeah where epic can turn around and say hey nintendo switch fuck you guys you know we don't charge this on any other platform so we're not going to start charging now um but yeah i think the true nintendo ips are going to be the ones where you're going to have to have this 
Fair enough, I guess. Um, I'm like, I was kind of okay with it when it was first announced because I'm like, you do get like a back catalogue of NES offerings as well into your... But for some reason now, I'm just kind of getting a sour taste in my mouth about it. You mean you're not excited to play classics such as soccer and tennis for free? <laughs> Included in with this service? Those those games. So when you play the, um, the, the SNES Mini and the NES Mini... Uh, I'll just come right out and say it. Like, it's fun for all of mm. the first twenty to thirty minutes. Those games are rubbish um, to play now. They really are. Like, like the Legend of Zelda. You're always going to play that. That's always going to be a fun game. Doesn't matter like how long it's been. Um, but mm. like Donkey Kong, I hated Donkey Kong. Oh, come on now. Can I just throw that out there? That's a classic. I was not a fan of Donkey Kong Country too. Well, this is Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Yeah, this is old school. This, this is, is jumping barrels as little Mario. Yeah. Um, Don- I'm thinking Donkey Kong Country 2. I wasn't a fan of that. That was hard. It was. <laughs> I think I'm just not a fan because I It suck. was. I've played that recently <laughs> but, too. Um, anyway. Take so, saves. So this- oh, you so, go. Sorry. I also say it t- I took like auto saving now for granted. I forgot mm. how hard it was for us back in the day. Yeah. So... Mm. On the back, like this sort of came on the back of the latest, um, you know, Nintendo event. Uh, I think I think you got some some feedback on that. I haven't watched it. I've only sort of just read a few articles and stuff online as far as what was announced. But Miss Hart, know- there was a few things of note. Yeah, so they they announced a few things, um, just straight out across the board. One of the more interesting things is that they were talking about some tabletop games that, that they were thinking about adding onto the Switch. Which seeing it on the on the actual event, it was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Like the um, Settlers of Catan, I think was one of them that they mentioned. Um, so I think that's an interesting element. It's always good to see how they kind of evolve the Switch a bit into different different types of genres. Um, the other thing that they're mentioning is that they're going to be bringing Final Fantasy 7, 9, and 10. 8 Skipped was great. Eight. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I'm not, not sure, sure what the reason is that. Why 8? I actually like 8. Yeah, I didn't see anything about that yet. Um, they also uh, dived into some of the uh, hardware. Uh, so they've got a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Nintendo Switch console. So you'll have to get that if you're a fan, I guess, or don't already have a Switch. I don't know what happens with that. Like, do you just sell your old Switch and get a new one? Like, You probably trade it in at two cents on the dollar and then <laughs> buy this one for $200. Yeah, and then the you've also well, this wasn't mentioned really in direct, but the whole um, Pokemon, um, let's go Eevee, let's go Pikachu, like they've got some little items coming out, as well as some um, uh, classic Nintendo controllers that will be mm. released as well. Um, I think that might be linking up to the the classic games such as tennis and soccer, which you'll be able to play <laughs> with their. You forgot ice hockey and baseball. Sorry. Sorry, my bad. Ice hockey and baseball. And uh, pro wrestling. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're going to work exactly like the classic NES controllers. Um, you can, you'll can you be sliding them on to charge them. It looks ugly, though. It's, it's not streamlined because yeah. they're all square and everything. Um, what else did they mention? Skylines. See, Skylines is on the Switch. I don't know how that works because I struggle with it on PC, but either... Either all. Um, one of the best details that came out from that is uh, I will be getting my uh, Animal Crossing in 2019. Um, so that got announced. No 
information apart from mm. it's coming 2019. But Isabel from um, Animal Crossing will be in Super Smash Brothers. And my God, do I love how evil she looks because she's so cute and then she's being the frigging shit out of people. And she's just mm. like, yeah. <laughs> what is she? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I didn't see this one. She, is she like a hedgehog? Okay. She's like what? a dog. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, she's like a dog. She's like a little poodle. So her character in regards to um, Animal Crossing is she helps the mayor out, which is you. Um, oh, man, I love how many times that they said, oh, the mayor is so busy doing playing with Pokemon or was it playing with Pokemon and smashing. Just some good use out of the backboard like, of his oh. bed. <laughs> nice. I'm sure in an innocent world that's okay, but it's just like everyone's like, oh, the mayor's out smashing. It's like, oh, yeah. God. He's had a couple of rounds of negligee and then he's, yeah. then he's just hit the town. Yeah, but yeah, so we've got that. That's another mm. character released into Super Smash Brothers. So, oh, so it's so like uh, Katamari. I don't, did anyone play Katamari? That game? No, that it, it was off my radar when that dropped. Yeah, so that one's, that one's coming back. I think they're just, um, you know, upping the graphics as well. Um, and I think something about Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, um, there's there's still a lot of hype. There, there's all this internet controversy that they reckon Nintendo's actually killed off Luigi, like he's dead. Yeah, and this is sort of him in ghost form and all this kind of stuff. It's mm. it's very interesting to sort of to read through. Yeah, but like that's that's a pretty good synopsis of um kind of like what happened. Mm. In the conference, uh, I got my news. I got Animal Crossing. That's all I've been waiting for. Um, and that I'm so glad to see that there is a group of people that got just as excited as me with just mm. like two seconds of uh, footage. Yeah, a lot, lot of internet hype on the old Animal Crossing when that was announced. Such so, a good um, fucking game. It's, it's another one. I've never played an Animal Crossing, um, so I'm I'm so tone deaf to it all, but there's something there. I'll, I'll probably pick the, it up I'll on the Switch. It's obviously in the same vein as your Stardew Valley, so I don't know. Mm. Maybe give it a go when it comes out. 2019, people. Hmm. But, um, time to finish Graveyard Keeper before that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that game. I was meant to have a look at that, actually, after you telling me about it. But, yeah, so that's kind of like what was going down on the 2018 Nintendo Direct, anyway. Hmm. Okay. Um, something else that went down in a little bit of a presser, uh, and this comes via Erica Larico, who is uh, part of the Sony Australian PR team, and there was a heap of PSVR announcements um, with a few new games as well as a few offshoots of existing IP that they're working on. So the first one, everybody's golf VR is coming to PlayStation VR in 2019. I'll sort of cherry pick um, the article because it was pretty in depth, but um, the the way that it's going to change from the traditional everybody's golf is that the controls uh, will be able to swing the DualShock 4 or a PS Move controller. So you'll be feeling that full golf swing and, you know, as as uh, Chubbs Peterson said, it's all in the hips. So um, yeah, you're going to get full body immersion in uh, everybody's golf VR, which which I don't mind that idea. I I love uh, everybody's golf and I love PSVR and I love like it'll probably feel almost like you're playing putt putt to a degree or, or maybe maybe top golf, uh, which we experienced a couple of months back, um, which could be fun. The other bit of news. Um, apologies if I butcher any of these names, but. Hidetaka Miyazaki of uh, From Software uh, has partnered up um, with Japan Studio uh, and they're bringing out a game called Derasine, which launches uh, 6th of November. Good. And uh, From Software obviously have done the Dark Souls franchise as well as Bloodborne, 
um, as well as Sekiro when it comes out next year. So, um, you know, they're a pretty, pretty esteemed software house. And uh, Deracine is a classic adventure game brought to life by VR technology. It is a virtual adventure that allows you to explore a quiet world bringing, brimming with mysteries and recall the joy of discovery. Players take on the role of an invisible fairy who appears in an old secluded boarding school where six students and their aging headmaster reside. As players explore a world where time stands still, they will gather various bits of information that will help unfold a mystery. And the last bit that came from it, Kingdom Hearts VR experience was announced for PlayStation VR. It's a free 10-minute interactive video featuring the series' iconic breathtaking music, and it is out this summer, available via the PlayStation Store. So, um, yeah, three bits and pieces there. I kept that together. Um, I, I knew where you were going with that, the old creepy headmaster with the six students and the fairy. So, yeah. It's good to see there's some more support for, for the PSVR. I'm happy to see. Really? It's I, yeah, it definitely feels like it's pretty pretty light yeah. as far as um, a gold you know, game. tentpole titles. If I ever got VR, I would get the was it the vibe, whichever one's yeah. linked to the PC, because yeah, yeah, because it just seems like the options are a bit more vast on the PC, mm. and there's a lot of fucked up games on the PC <laughs> as well, guys. Like I gotta tell you, there's some stuff there where I'm just like, I wish I had VR because this looks like it'd be pretty screwed up. Negligee but. in VR. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again. Tie those ribbons you, up. Use your mouth in VR to eat the pork <laughs> off the girl's chest. <laughs> How do you VR mouth movements? Oh, well, you sort of feel like you, you can know, do it on the going switch. through your eyes. I love if Steam recognized that you had a like a vibe <laughs> and it just reaches out to you like, hey, purse. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> great to yeah. see you back, purse. You want to check out these double Fs? <laughs> This is this some stuff. Oh, speaking about pervy games, um, Semikagura, a massage game, came out in the Switch store. Just so everyone knows. Just on Senran Kagura, um, there is a book, The Art of Senran Kagura. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw it the other day. Um, yeah. Is, is, it in, birthday, is it enclosed in plastic? Your birthday's coming up, Ali. Each, each page. Each page it's is covered in plastic. It's it's like it's beside the People magazine. My birthday is coming up, Sam. <laughs> Back to book. VR. Yeah. So so the last yes. bit of news, um, we we sort of briefly mentioned it in the the sort of Nintendo roundup, and uh, yeah, heap of Final Fantasy titles are not only coming to the Nintendo Switch, but as well as the Xbox One um so so yeah uh there was a few like um crystal chronicles is is the one that you wanted to sort of bring bring to light dream that you said was pretty fantastic but seeing stuff like um seven nine x2 as well as 13 the zodiac age all hitting the xbox one next year that's pretty impressive like these have been traditionally so 12 oh yep that's that's only two not a three there I just assumed X2 meant fucking 12 instead of XII <laughs> beside it. it. It's it threw me for a loop. It's the brilliance of the 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 order of Final Fantasy. It's 10 and 10 part 2. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then um and then 12 the Zodiac Age which is the um re-release of 12 that came out uh late last year, I think. Okay. Or early this year? Fuck, I don't know. Time is a flat circle. Yes. But um yeah, 
it's it's cool seeing some of these titles finally getting some shared love across rival platforms like final fantasy was typically a a sony house um as far as an ip that that lived in there but seeing it on the on the xbox and then as we mentioned nintendo switch it's it's pretty exciting it is i really can't stress enough how good of a game crystal chronicles is um it was exclusive to the nintendo gamecube um and it's yeah it's a four-player final fantasy game it's a multiplayer final fantasy game and because of um the time it came out online capability wasn't really there so you couldn't play with people online you had to have people in the same room i never got to do that which was heartbreaking but this game is really clever it mixes it's a lot like um i say it's a lot like castle crashes in that you're just kind of all rolling around on the screen um killing enemies collecting uh you collect these like little power-ups as you go through each of the dungeons um, there's puzzles to do in the dungeons. There's a whole, um, you know, world map that you can continually revisit as time goes on, as as quests are completed and as seasons change and different pathways open up. It's so cool. It's so cool. I cannot wait for that to come um, to PS4 next year. Do we know if they're actually going to be releasing this, like, as maybe a collection, like, as a bundle, or is it strictly oh, no. individual? No. no, so these games yeah, at these, the moment... These are all individual yeah at the moment they're all uh all of them not all of them um but like the main series titles um seven nine ten ten two twelve they're all available on steam and they're all full price games um really yeah yeah i mean like or like i think seven's 30 bucks australian if i've got i think i've got that right I think nine's about the same. Ten and ten two would be a little bit more, and then of course twelve zodiac age would be close to full price release because it only came out recently. I've always um, wanted to finish ten, but I'm not going to pay fucking full yeah. price for a game that well, came out. Easily. World of Final Fantasy as well. It's another little gem. It's it's fantastic. I played that last year, and it surprised me. It really surprised me. It's like it's Pokemon in Final Fantasy. It's really cool. What about the Chocobos game? Fuck the Chocobos. <laughs> is it don't, called don't, Chocobos don't, don't, Mystery Dungeon? Is that what it's called? It's Yeah, it's Chocobos off, Mystery Dungeon. Off the graphic, I couldn't confidently read the second line enough to know exactly what it was, <laughs> so I just left it off what I was saying. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. It, I haven't actually played it. I haven't seen much about it either, so I couldn't tell you too much about that one. Mm. Um, not keen, though. Not, <laughs> not keen? keen. It looks yeah, like Pokemon Crystal Mystery Chronicles. Dungeon. Yeah, give me Crystal Chronicles now. Fuck, I'd mainline no, that you shit. You gotta wait for weeks. till 2019. Mm, I want to actually. I wonder if it's on Steam. I haven't thought to check. Anyway, sorry, you guys go. <laughs> so that look, is look the up uh, that important stuff. That is the the news that was. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much sort of the back end of the podcast. Is there anything you two wanted to add or say before we start closing this puppy down for another week? no <laughs> sorry i was gonna say something really every time i say something at the end i say something really fucked up and it turns into the the podcast name so i'm gonna keep my mouth shut this time nah what do you got for us i was just gonna say play enigma day oh yeah a dream can we get an update on the nakedness level uh i am sweaty balls naked here at casadel dream um, beautiful it's beautiful i'll show you later List- Listeners, we might leave you with that fantastic imagery. Um, <laughs> where can we find you guys? Well, you can find me everywhere at Miss Alihan. 
And you can find me at Salim TD. You can find us all as a collective at We Are 8-Bit, or you can find me pretty well everywhere at Brendan 8-Bit as well. Uh, as mentioned, we will have the Spider-Man spoiler cast up this week, and then the episode 121, as usual, will be dropping Monday week. Uh, but until next time, 8-Bit Nation, much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.